Hi, welcome to Two Guys, One Girl Santa, your friendly neighborhood podcast where we come together, drink some beer, and talk about the movies that we love. Today is episode 23. My name's Matt Tapia. I'm here with the Guy Girl Santa panel, Cameron. Hello. How you doing? Couldn't be better. Had some uh, excitement in your neighborhood, or our neighborhood, yeah, this, this, this past Random couple days. Random low-level drug dealers getting into fights at 5 a.m. and popping off rounds at each other. Basically. So, we ran into, like, the guy that lived next door, uh-huh. and he was the one that called the cops, and he had a bit more details. Yeah. And he got spooked and, like, went down to, like, uh, the, the Sweet 16 Bakery and just called the cops. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... They never really came. Well, they said that they came, but it was apparently just a car that had backfired or something. And really? they're just like, no, no, this is something more. And then, so they came back, and then that's when they found out the guy, he said, had been shot twice, once in the leg and once in the arm. And wow. that all these people kind of like knew each other. And that house is sketch, anyways. Oh, it's completely sketchy. So. But apparently, you know, you see the mom and son walk to the grocery store or something almost oh, really? every day. Well,. I do. From my I also see them like just sitting in their car out front. Yeah, yeah. But the son is the guy who got shot or something. Okay. What's crazy about that story is if the cops took that long to actually suss out the situation, why were there all those people still there? I, you, you know, somebody get got shot and they didn't call the cops. That yeah. so, something was bad going on in the house. They didn't want yeah. the cops there. Yeah. But I digress. Clean up. Yeah. Hide everything. Yeah, right. Yeah. Santa, how you doing? Doing pretty good. Pretty good. Uh. You just came back from your trip to Seattle. Maybe, what? That was a while ago. It was a while ago? We talked about it last time, I thought. Okay, sorry. (laughs) Well, we were just talking about your next vacation to San Antonio, so it kind of got me excited. It's been a while since I've been on vacation, so. We get get the travel bug now. Yeah. Oh. Oh. How is the travel bug going there, Nicole? The travel bug is fine. How's the no drinking bug going? Oh, I have, um, I think... Three or four days left. I'm just doing a 30-day of no drinking challenge. Um, so I'm enjoying a nice iced coffee today. Mmm. Um, Sounds refreshing. It is delicious. Flavored with cocoa and honey. Is that Starbucks? It is. Star- Did you bring that back from your Seattle trip? Or? <laughs> <laughs> we did not go to a single Starbucks in Seattle. Uh, that seems like it was hard to avoid. Well, they are everywhere. Um, but if... See, tonight doesn't drink coffee, so if I'm going to take him to get coffee, I'm going to take him to something I'm not going to have access to Sure. in Nashville. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, you amazingly won the best movie year, or best best year in movies. I just picked the best year in movies. That's all it took. And it was 2015, mm-hmm. so we said, pick a movie, we'll retrocast it, tell uh, the Guy Girl Santa audience what you picked. We decided to go with uh, Avengers Age of Ultron. Excellent choice, I guess. Which did come out in 2015, right? It did come out in 2015. It it wasn't one of the three movies I picked um, for the top movies, but I still thought it would be interesting to look back now that we've seen some more Marvel movies since then, um, especially Infinity War, so we can go back and kind of see how the Avengers franchise has changed since then. See if there's anything we may have, like, missed, or if they were foreshadowing we didn't didn't notice in the first place, just to kind of 
kind of see where where it's gone from there. So what what Marvel movie came out just before that? Does anybody? The one right before it, that it was. Yeah. No. It I think it was. Guardians the same year? No, not Guardians. It, it was Ant Man. I'm pretty sure. Pulling it up on the interwebs. Um, I would have thought like Iron Man three or something. All right. So the Avengers was after Thor, and then we moved to Phase Two, Guardians of the Galaxy. Or was Thor Dark World, um, which is the one I've never seen still. Well, okay, so that was before Age of Ultron. I think it was Guardians of the Galaxy. Was they have Guardians of the Galaxy and Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two? You're yeah. that, that that's you're not looking the, at the list. You're looking the, at the chronology. The chronological order. Yeah, but right. it should have the dates on there too. List of Marvel Cinematic Universe films. See, this is something. That we should have probably prepared for, but mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> uh, no, it was Guardians of the Galaxy. You're right, Santa. Very good. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Way to be humble about it. Well, Ant Man did also come out in 2015. It, it was that was the one after Ultron. Will, yeah, that was your little so, step down, you know, like so palate cleanser after mm-hmm. Age of Ultron. So, Cameron, I think if you read on the internet and hear a bunch of red artwork hear a bunch of podcasts and read a bunch of Reddit articles. Age of Ultron doesn't really get a lot of love from no. the MC Universe fans. It hasn't aged well. It hasn't aged well. Yeah. Um, or actually, I mean, I take it back. It's not that it hasn't aged well. It just wasn't that great to begin with. It was kind of meh. So that's interesting because, I mean, we've loved all the other Avengers movies. Was it maybe because it was following... Guardians of the Galaxy, which was so well received that it was just in a, in a bad spot. Yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy was a breath, breath of fresh air, and this movie was kind of back to the formula. Also, in the first Avengers, it was like a fairly large existential threat. Thanos was featured. You know, it was it was kind of in the bigger picture of things. Mm-hmm. Whereas with this one, Tony Stark accidentally cooks the bag up in his basement. You know? Right, and it had you know basically Thanos doesn't have any role in the movie except to remind you that he exists in the end credit scene, mm-hmm. and so. So Santa, are you on the team? It's a good movie or team? It's a sucky movie. It's not a bad movie. I, mm-hmm. I, I it's just compared to the best of the MCU, it's definitely not up there. Uh, but compared to the bottom of the MCU, it's not there either. So it's like. Almost middle of the road, average. Right. But especially now, I was looking back at our uh, rankings we did after Black Panther. And right. I have it as the uh, the twelfth out of like eighteen at the time, I believe. Okay. You, know, you had it at six. I'm just I'm just saying. Well, <laughs> I, I but, but then we have like based off how many times you've watched it. Not necessarily that. I okay. Just, I think you could have ranked it however you wanted. Yeah. I, I think there was some reason why I ranked it higher. I I can't. I, 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 I'm a fan of it. I liked it just fine. Mm-hmm. I get the things about why people say it's sucky, but I don't think just those negative things were enough to say it was a sucky movie. So, um, I mean, what about you, Nicole? I thought... Were you a fan or not? There is... Uh, I'm glad I watched it again. It was interesting to look at. Um, it felt like... A, a less fun version of Infinity War because the stakes weren't as high, but they still tried to make them seem super high. And they brought in a bunch of characters to team up, like more than the the Avengers 
uh, Infinity War movie, but more than Avengers. Mm-hmm. So it was just like it was building it. You know how sometimes in the middle of like a trilogy or um, a set of movies, like the middle few just don't feel quite as compelling to watch. Yeah, it's hard to get through that. Yeah, that second act it, or the third you know, act. You know, five act. You know they're filler. Yeah, right. They had to to cover a lot of ground and introduce a lot of characters, and they they had to you know prepare for Thor Ragnarok. They had to prepare for Black Panther. They had to prepare for Infinity War. They had to get ready for all these sorts of things, and so it just set up a lot of storylines. So it just kind of felt like something you had to get through. Yep. Um, but there's a few a few good moments in there that were were fun to watch again. So. So I did research through a couple of news articles where people were sort of hating on it just to see what the common theme was. And Cameron, yours was what you just mentioned about Tony Smart, Tony Stark cooking up. Mm-hmm artificial intelligence that is going to destroy the world was pretty much the most number one yeah the reason why ultron's motivation is the real big part if if you just you know put that aside i especially on rewatch i was surprised how much i didn't hate rewatching it you know um yeah if you put the 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 guy's motivation aside then it's a pretty good movie but it's just so like uh cheeseball like the ai wakes up and he's basically told, you know, create world peace. Well, the only way to create world peace is to kill all the humans. You know, right. classic robot. Yes. <laughs> you said, I mean, Terminator. Any, yeah. Any, any robot AI. That's the, it always oh, yeah. seems how but, it works. Yeah, that's what Sam's never he, saying. He has Jarvis, which I would argue is an artificial intelligence. Yeah. And that seemed to work out just fine. So what did Tony Stark screw up this time with creating yeah. artificial intelligence that as soon as they become self-aware they're just like yep let's kill everybody yeah that seems like a failure on tony stark's tony stark's part it just seems like a failure on the part of the writing staff i mean like they it was completely unconvincing like progression from the thing being created to it having any opinions one way or the other on what it wanted to do with its life you know just well santa did i didn't feel like when watching the movie that tony got his just you know deserves for basically starting this whole thing right i mean it was his sloppiness that led to this whole it did kind of affair. it did kind of lead to you know captain america civil wars like you saw the the splintering of the group so yeah a little but bit. they couldn't they couldn't give him fully his just desserts because that's what infant uh, that's what uh, civil war is going to be for right so yeah. they had to set up that storyline to make that movie a little bit more convincing it's also interesting because at the end of Avengers 2, Tony Stark says he retires, and Captain America's ready to, like, train the next wave of Avengers. Uh, and it sort of seemed at the time like maybe that was uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s exit. But then I kind of forget in, in Civil War what happens to get uh, Tony yeah, why Stark did he, why on did he the... Come back? Yeah, why did he come back on the side of being the, of, of the man? And, like, Iron Captain Man 3 America's had definitely road. happened before uh, Age of Ultron and... Uh, he felt he felt really bad about what happened in Sokovia, and he he wanted to make amends by supporting the legislation, right? Yeah, to become a registered superhero. That's what yeah. he felt like he had to do in order to to move past it. It's kind of easy for him to say because he's just a guy who has a robot suit. Yeah. It's not like he's biologically different. You know? mm-hmm. So speaking of robots, well, 
robots just in general with yeah. Ultron. So I'm a big James Spader fan. I just uh-huh. find him an interesting guy. I thought having his voice as Ultron was good. But I would do agree, Santa, or, well, Santa that and Cameron have both made this point. It's kind of like the motivation behind Ultron is just somewhat out of the blue. He just had to be bad, otherwise there wouldn't be a movie. Yeah, and he came off out of the out of, straight out of the gate just with this attitude that just didn't seem to mm-hmm. just jive with a robot that just became sentient. Yeah, he's a little smartass, a little jokey, a little I don't know, just a little bit too much over the top. Yeah, he was he was being James Spader from any of his movies or TV shows, except Stargate. He's the humble nerd in Stargate. So his first plan to destroy the world was to get the nuclear codes. And that didn't work somehow. Because Jarvis, unbeknownst to anybody, was changing the codes and preventing him from from doing it or something. Yeah. And then he kills uh, the guy from... What's, what's the, the bad guy organization? Uh, oh, like Hydra. Hydra, yeah. Hydra right? Yeah, he kills that guy. Th- th- well, the guy that they were fighting at the mm-hmm. Striker, Striker, whatever, at the beginning of the movie. So then he somehow enlists... The twins. The twins, yeah. Quicksilver and Scarlet, Scarlet Witch. Which I guess because they... Well, they wanted to go get Tony Stark because yeah. they blamed Tony Stark and his weapons for killing their parents however right. many yeah. years ago that was. In the Sokovian War. So... When that doesn't work, he for some reason decides, hey, I want to be in the flesh, and so I'm going to get some vibranium and make me a, a flesh shoot, which also just doesn't make sense. Like, why do you want a flesh shoot if you're I don't a think it was going to be human flesh. I think it was going to be, like, organic... Organic. Vibranium body. You okay, know? so they would look flesh-like. Yeah. I mean, that like what vision, vision is is how he was gonna be. Like, so, but Nicole, that felt like just a a ways to get into the vision yeah. uh, character, right? Of yeah. To an end. They just they needed to create vision so that they could have him be an Infinity War, basically. Mm-hmm. I think that was like the major reason why they did that not because it progressed this story yeah because they wanted him in other stories later on and then it's like they almost like retcon the the gems oh this is the mind gem you know and then Mm -hmm. so what that's where i was getting confused at because I thought they, it was Loki Scepter, but then Loki yeah. Scepter, isn't that the... That's not the Tesseract. No, the, the Tesseract, Tesseract is the Tesseract. The yeah. Scepter is separate. Yeah. Uh, so in the first Avengers, Loki actually had two Infinity Stones in his possession. No sh- Are you serious? Yeah, which is like, which is kind of like, oh, what, no, why would Thanos do that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like, that did, okay, yeah. so that just threw me, because when I was rewatching, really yeah. I was just like, I thought it was the Tesseract. Was, I, I don't even remember about the Mind Stone just coming into play. So. Well, but the, the Mind Stone was the art. Anyways, like, even he, before that. I don't know if he gave, like, yeah, I don't know why. He, he just had it mm-hmm. uh, the whole time, and, and then he was, you know, using it to control people and other things but yeah, you know, the fact that he was able to wield you know the, yeah one of these stones um, you know let alone two right mm-hmm. <laughs> so my summary of the whole Avengers was great awesome fight where they attack a castle mm-hmm. party to celebrate uh, Ultron 
becomes self-aware. Shows up and runs the party. <laughs> Avengers chase after Ultron. Ultron meets the Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver, who do a number on the Avengers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hulk gets freaked out. Iron Man has to fight Hulk. They destroy a city. People are pissed. They go in hiding. Nick Fury shows up, says, let's, you know, do something to about this. Vision somehow is created, and the infight scene occurs. Basically. That's pretty much it. That's the movie. Mm-hmm. There's an evacuation scene to get everybody off the, uh, the floating city. That's about it. Right. Yeah. Which I thought that was a nice, like... Yeah precipitous to a fight, but I still feel like the fight at the beginning of the movie was maybe better than the fight at the end. Thoughts? The, f- the fight at the end was very similar to the first Avengers movie, just like yeah. them, you know, having their, their moments and their scenes, yeah. like, yeah. separate and then, and then together, and then separate and then together, and... Yeah. A million freaking guys. Yeah. There was one line right before they started evacuating where they said something like, you know, what if we fail... Uh, if we fail, we fail together. They said something like that. Mm-hmm. They were just like, oh my god, you're about to fail so hard. <laughs> <laughs> so, Nicole, you were saying that there was um, maybe some callbacks or some call hints, foreshadowing of the next set of movies. Mm-hmm. What were some of the ones on the rewatch that you noticed that maybe wasn't so prevalent the first time you watched it? Uh, th- the Wakanda stuff. Yeah. Like, I yes. remember, I didn't realize that was, you know, it, Bruce I, Banner said Wakandia? What, I, I'm not even, it? I don't think that they had, it may, they may have had the Black Panther movie on the, on the radar, but they weren't sure of when they were going to do it. Mm-hmm. Right. They were just introducing Wakanda. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and or at least the name of Wakanda, because they didn't really go there or anything, but. Claw yes. was in it? I didn't realize I didn't remember him being. Claws, the guy played by uh, Andy Serkis. Andy yeah. Serkis, yeah, yeah. I, th- I thought that was interesting because at the time that scene sounded like a bunch of rushed mumbo jumbo. Mm-hmm. Like I remember feeling like the film dragged during that period mm-hmm. and like, when I saw it in theaters. But now knowing what Wakanda is and like, because they talk about him having a the thief brand because he st- stole that stuff from Wakanda, but they made him pay for it, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like. Um, yeah, like... It's just vibranium in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, I mean... There was that like that a, scene made a lot more sense, and it was like a lot more engaging on a rewatch. Well, Ultron was like, ah, you know, this vibranium's the best stuff, and yeah. the only thing that, you know, this civilization has done with it is made it into a frisbee. Right, yeah, yeah. So, uh, Captain America's uh-huh. shield. So, uh, that's definitely Wakanda vibranium, the claw guy, although, I don't know, it was not that significant in the... History of the Marvel Universe, but he does come back. Well, they show him getting his arm cut off by by uh, Ultron because he gets mad or something. Mm-hmm. And so, like in Black Panther, he's got that hyper tech tech, well, you know, oh, artificial okay. arm. Yeah, that's fair. To, you know, so. um, definitely the sort of the starts of the splitting of ways between Iron Man and Captain America, mm-hmm. Santa. Um, well, I was gonna mention the the kind of Thor's side arc he had for a little bit of like traveling to, to meet Selvig and you know his his vision that Scarlet Witch gave him yes. was all like foreshadowing Ragnarok you know and, and, oh yeah Ragnarok and the fact which, that the Infinity Stones were, 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 a thing. were, were a thing and they and were coming in a play at the time it was like yeah the you know geeks and fan, fans they knew what, what was coming but but is, as anybody else like they were like oh what is what does all this mean mm-hmm. you know <laughs> 
Yeah, the, for the first time, if you're just a, a novice, you get the knowledge that, hey, there's these five stones, and they're they're together the most powerful thing in the universe, so this is maybe a, something that's going to be coming bigger down the road. Yeah. Unless you're just a total nerd-out fan from Marvel's universe like we are. Um, the There was a couple of just, you know... For Thor, also, he was kind of like entering into this little bit more humorous uh, stage in his sort of character arc. Yeah, he was, mm-hmm. he was coming into his own... Which is like... You kind of saw that in a little bit in the in the Avengers movie, but you don't see that as much in in Thor and, and Dark World because of right. different directors. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah, I felt like the Thor that was in this movie was consistent with the Thor that was uh, in Ragnarok. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the Hulk lullaby joke started at yeah. the beginning of this movie and has continued on for mm-hmm. a while. So how about Hulk being able to like fly a plane and, at the end and just get away? To me, that seemed a little Nicole a little bit yeah. out of his character, but I guess they had to do something, right? They had to do something to get him off the planet. And if you think about it, he didn't do a great job of flying it. If he ended up stuck on, he managed to fly it out into space on the... and into like an interdimensional portal, which is interesting. Could have just been an accident. Yeah, but I mean... I don't, I don't think he was really flying it. That's why he ended up getting stuck in the planet he, of he just, lost things. It just was going, yeah. and it didn't stop. So and until he hit a portal and then got sent to Sakaar. Doesn't the portal appear when you're lost, though? Um, I guess. That would make more sense. I feel like the, uh, I was, I don't know, maybe it's because I was watching it on Amazon streaming, but I felt like the CGI in this was pretty weak. I, I agree. a bunch of stuff that just looked flim-flammy. Because especially the very first, uh, fight scene, which I still think is awesome fight scene, I couldn't tell if the people they were fighting were humans or robots yeah. or a combination of both. And, they were wearing, like, some kind of suits or something. And it did look like the Avengers just kind of flying through the forest looked good, but... Everything else around it was sort of, the, I thought, a little sloppy. That, that one scene where it's like it was like a freeze frame of them like all yes. crossing the line together yeah. and, and like mm-hmm. punching or kicking whatever, doing their thing. It just looks so cheesy. Cheesy, yeah. yeah. Cheesy. <laughs> well, and the like the, all the scenes at the beginning where um, Captain America was driving around that motorcycle, I thought looked corny. Like they it just looked like kind of like low res or something. Yeah, which is why I was wondering maybe it's not. The movie, maybe it's because I'm streaming it. And streaming it. Yeah. So maybe you know it auto buffers, so maybe it's in 720. I, I've noticed or something. like uh, when we watch Infinity War, we have it on Blu-ray. Yeah, and, and it, it looks so much better than than watching it. Like I, I would think it like on a stream because we watch Black Panther stream. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 it's close to each other, but yeah, you can there's a noticeable difference. difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, a big moment at the end was. Uh, Thanos opening up some cabinet where the gauntlet is and saying, you know, fine, I guess I'll have to do it myself. Mm-hmm. Santa is Thanos. What? The, come on, is he lazy? Can he not just? Well, well he just wanted everybody yeah, else he? to bring back him the stones. Yeah, I don't know I what mean, the, it seems like a bad idea too because if somebody else gets all the stones, wouldn't they just have the most powerful thing in the universe? It, it was just it. like certain plot things. Having him there, not necessarily doing anything which is like 
part of their not I don't say I want to say it's part of they they just wanted to have him there. Sure. Uh, and then Infinity War was going to be where you actually see him doing you know doing stuff because it, it's almost like because these you only really see him in end credit scenes, so mm-hmm. not necessarily part of the movie itself. Just remind me. Except for maybe Guardians. In Guardians, he had a small role. Yeah. Actually, he had a small role in the first Avengers, too. Did he? He was. It it wasn't Josh Brolin, but it was. Yeah, he did. But I thought it was was through his. uh, Yeah, he did talk talk to Loki. Yeah, yeah, he he, he talked to Loki for a minute. Yeah, because Loki killed his his mouthpiece. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I mean, but. At the same time, even though he says, all right, I'll do it myself, there was a whole lot that happened before he really started getting into capturing a lot of these stones. So mm-hmm. I, I felt Cameron, he was sort of like slack a little bit. Like, he went, I don't yeah, know what I'll, he was I'll trying to have happen, honestly. I mean, there's Ant-Man, Civil War, Doctor Strange, Spider-Man, Thor Ragnarok, all of that before he even got to the point of, all right, now, now I'm really involved, and I'm going to start killing people and getting the stones, and my plan will come to play. Well, so I don't know, just a little lazy on his part. I as much so. as we want to say the Marvel Cinematic Universe is like so glued in together and stitched, you know, but I think it is basically just like bits and pieces, and then we'll just like you know we have to overlook occurring, you know, some things. Sure. You know, just uh, we can't nitpick it too much. Mm-hmm. True. True. Or we can, but yeah, yeah, I mean. Yeah. It's it, not if, do if we did, it wouldn't make yeah. a good podcast. Yeah. So. I gotta say, one thing I really liked about this movie was seeing Hawkeye again because I forgot how how he's he's more fun than than I remember. Yeah, he's he's pretty relatable. He had some good moments, especially when he was trying his hardest to save all those people, and he left one of the evacuating ships to go back and grab some more people, and then at mm-hmm. the end, he just like collapses on. On the side, his little pep talk with the well, they actually gave him Wanda. a backstory. They gave him a backstory. They gave him more lines. Because in the first Avengers movie, he's brainwashed the entire time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 So. We, so you realize he has like a wife and. Who played kids. his wife? I've seen that actress before, but I can't. You ever seen the show Freaks and Geeks? Like. Is that the one with Drake? Only it? once or something. Oh, she, that's Degrassi. Oh. She's uh Lindsay Greer okay. from Freaks and Geeks. That's the and, only other, other stuff. I don't yeah, know. Okay. That's the only I think thing I remember. Seen her, her from. I feel like I've seen her in a bunch of like other sort of random '90s movies or parts and shows or something. So, anything else anybody's got on the Avengers: Age of Ultron? No, I wish they hadn't killed Quicksilver though. Yeah, they had like. Probably did that for contract reasons because they yeah. didn't call him Quicksilver, did they? Well, I didn't yeah. like that deal they made. Well, how long can you? continue his character without giving him some sort of name, right? Yeah. And if they can't call him Quicksilver, what are you going to call him? And this was before they even, even, even thought about buying Fox and getting back the rights yeah, yeah. and stuff, And which uh, apparently now they're going to start... They might refer to uh, uh, Scarlet Witch as a mutant. Right. And, and that was the thing also from this movie was like her power is kind of like... You don't oh. see her use her powers the same way. Yeah, her powers seem totally different. Actually, that's one thing I was going to talk about. In this movie, her powers actually seem witchy. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. they like but but you can see the transition like in the first scene they're very like interesting and kind of like novel, 
But by the end of this movie, she's just shooting red shit at her. Yeah. 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 And, that's and I'm what just she does. using my teleconnect Yeah, that's what she does yeah. for the entire rest of the series. The, the, at first, when her powers were being introduced, it felt like it was a, more related to the Mind Stone. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, I, well, I could see the connection there much more than when she just, like... Shoots shoot, red stuff. Shoots yeah. red stuff. Well, the, and the big witchiness was a really important thing because mm-hmm. it contributed to... Thor having his mm-hmm. vision, and the Hulk sort of you know freaking out yeah. and causing mass well, destruction. Kind of the basis for the movie, pretty much, was like her putting that vision in Tony Stark's head of everybody being dead around him, and he's like, "I can't be here to protect everybody, right? So mm-hmm. I'm going to create an army of robots to do it." Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I just wish they had kind of kept her powers that way because I thought they were more compelling and interesting. Yeah, it's a lot more interesting. Yeah, well, maybe we'll see some more opportunities of her bewitching people mm-hmm. in the movies to come. Did she survive the snap or no? Do we can't remember? She, I don't think we know. Do we? She survived the snap. Okay. Did she? No, she didn't. She was the only no, one yeah. smiling at the end. Okay, when, she did not. Yeah, she, she did was... not. Yeah, that's right. Okay. She the definitely... only ones that really survived were, as far as like the main main groups, were the original Avengers. Yeah. yeah. Okay. She she definitely didn't survive the snap. She you saw yeah. her like by Paul Bettany's body and then she's smiling and then she ashes away. Mm. Uh, so, do we want to try to rank this one? Mm. How can we? Or... I mean, it's definitely the third Best Avengers movie. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, <laughs> I'm of the theme still that Captain America Civil War is like That's an, an another Avengers movie. movie. Yeah, it's basically like Avengers 2 and a half. Okay, yeah. So it's the fourth best <laughs> yes it's in the top four i mean i i give it maybe a, a three out of five stars cameron just yeah. it's kind of just hanging out there just a little bit above the middle i'll give it a three three and a quarter what about you sam yeah about yeah about three got better on the second watch for me i do like a 2.8 it got really slow in a few places and, it did. But they had a lot of ground to cover, and I think mm-hmm. for as much as they covered, they did a decent job of it. And people want to give Josh Whedon a lot of crap, because this was his last Marvel movie, but uh, he definitely laid the groundwork for yeah. stuff you see later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Had a nice... They gave Josh a, a tough job to do, to, to set up everything. This, this yeah. movie was a springboard for so many great Marvel movies. Yeah, there's a lot of prep work that... I just wish they had thought of a better way to have Ultron be a bad guy. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Well, uh, so other Marvel stuff coming in hot. Um, Venom is next Venom Friday. Venom is oh, next Friday. I'm just Friday. excited about that. Are so, you guys going to go see it? Depends. Depends. I don't if know. we feel like what, what is it that they're doing? with that because see i for Do me venom know? is just only associated with spider-man right it is, so yeah. but this is a venom movie like i, I don't want what's to do the that. what are they doing here what does anybody know what the plot's going to be no it seems it's, like it's an uh, origin story yeah but an origin story that doesn't involve peter parker or spider-man see i, it, I don't it, know how that works yeah because the, the venom symbiote Originally binds with Spider Man. That's yes. why he has spider powers. Yeah. So I don't know. Also, 
I'll go see this if it has like really good reviews or something. Like despite all the the lore stuff it. we're having issues with, if yeah. it still turns out to be a good movie, I'll be excited and go see it. I just don't understand. Like Venom is not, Venom. Eddie Brock is just kind of a broy asshole. Yeah. In the comics, and Venom is like basically a like a pure bad guy. The only time he's not a bad guy is when he like Venom fights the, Carnage. Venom ampl- like amplifies whatever that kind of stuff. Yeah, Carnage yeah. is the one that's the pure. Evil, yeah, yeah, yeah. Venom just just you know the the, the symbiotic relationship. You know that it, it it just enhances whatever you're feeling mm-hmm. at the time. And in Spider Man Three, he just wanted to dance. Yeah, <laughs> boy, <laughs> that and wear emo haircuts. <laughs> there how, is how pure are you if that's like your your evil inner mm-hmm. self? <laughs> I I I want to do like a 20, 30 minute podcast just shitting on Spider Man three. That a mini that cast? movie was just yeah. everything was wrong with it. Woody Harrelson's in uh, this movie Venom. Is he, he? I I don't know. I don't know if he's like a space guy or something. A space guy? Yeah, because he comes in from they they send a mission to uh, off world in a spaceship, and then the spaceship comes back and it has unintentionally caught the symbiote. That's how it makes mm-hmm. it to Earth. This movie is supposed to take place in the Spider-Man universe, mm-hmm. not necessarily the Marvel universe. Okay. And the Spider-Man universe is kind of like in between the Marvel universe and his own universe. So it's, it's I mean, it's it's going to be it's going to be weird because you mentioned the space mission that goes and, you know, and, yeah. and brings the symbiote. It's Flash Thompson in the comics. Right. And Flash Thompson from Spider-Man Homecoming is a teenager. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. so, so why are we doing this movie? Like or why is Sony doing? I don't this think movie? Sony knows what it's doing. Well, I'm I'm trying to I'm, I was trying to think of like what other movie movies have where like a villain is basically it's his movie it's his origin movie and it's like I mean it, it, are they going to play it like Scarface or they're going to play it like Hannibal right you know, and it, it, Cure like, is kind of like that yeah. But yeah, it's very, it's rare that the antagonist Catwoman? is the central character. <laughs> yeah, <I'll move> <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be more like Catwoman, isn't it? <laughs> I hope the fight scenes are as bad as they are in Catwoman. Um, well, it'll be all CG. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I don't know if I can see that. Um, if it gets good reviews, I'll go. But I don't want to sit through some. If I'm gonna sit through a god awful movie, it's gonna be Aquaman. Marvel movies that do look interesting. The Captain Marvel trailer. Yeah, dropped. Good. I'm ready for it. That looks pretty intense. That I'm looks, excited. I'm about ready it. for a dose of '90s nostalgia. Yeah, it's kind of time. Uh, you know, it's you know, I, I I'm of the belief that you know every 30 years you you sort of kind of mm-hmm. need to take a step back and look what happened 30 years ago. And I think that's what they're right. doing right now. I was really disappointed in that blockbuster scene that there wasn't like a cutout of Last Action Hero. Oh, yeah, cool. that would have been that, that was like been the clever. most famous cutout or whatever. And there, there was there is nothing more '90s than seeing a blockbuster, uh, rent a movie store. Yeah, most most definitely, it definitely sets the date. I hope there's a long sequence of her talking about how like it's great that her disc man lets her listen to CDs on the go, but it skips so she can't jog with it. <laughs> so that that was a real problem back in the day. Did did the anti skip disc man really do anything, Santa? Did it? 
I don't think it. I, I think it was just a way for them to mark up. It just had a 20, buffer, yeah. but it's yeah. like if you're running, the buffer's you, gonna run did out. Did you go running with your discman? No. <laughs> yeah, you really no. couldn't do that. Yeah, they they did have like the Sony Walkman kind of thing that was like a it was I guess like an MP3 player or something around that time. But I mean, you could play like six songs, yeah. so you couldn't run that far unless mm-hmm. you just want to listen to songs over again. That's why America got fat. <laughs> you have to wait till you had a Zoom. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then your 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 uh, car may have not had a disc player in it, but you had a disc disc man. Yeah, so you, so you got the, the little, little tape. tape and the, have you seen that, Nicole? I had the kind. I didn't have a car with the CD player for a long time, but I had the thing where it would play on the radio station. Oh, to, oh well, you got real fancy. You had to find the right. It was. It worked really badly. Cause yeah, because somebody I, else would always be listening to the same frequency. Mm-hmm. And you had to find the right frequency that had that didn't have a station nearby yeah. to interfere with the signal. No, I, I got one of like, mm-hmm. uh, like my second car. I didn't have a disc man, but I had like a little in the back seat of your in the trunk of your car. You had like a like a six disc yeah. player, and then it had the frequency thing to the radio. Mm-hmm. So my, that was sweet. I only had my parents' old cars. Um, and they didn't believe in in ex- extra things to your car. Sure. Uh, it was only my the car I had before the one I have right now. Before that, I didn't have any AC in my car. Jesus. Mm. Um, which was rough. Yeah, well, I would like that seems like a. <laughs> I yeah. I didn't even know that was a feature on modern cars. Mm-hmm. This the car I have right now is the first car that I've ever had with a CD player. Pretty hmm. sweet. Um, I didn't. As soon as I got it, I didn't have any CDs. Yeah. So I, you know, I have a, it has an aux cable in it, but, you know, that's Mm -hmm. slowly going out of style, too, apparently. Yeah, Bluetooth. That's the way to go. So as awesome as the Captain Marvel trailer was, uh, Cameron, have you seen a movie yet with a Bumblebee trailer? No, I have not seen that. I knew the Bumblebee movie was going to be made, but I haven't seen the trailer. Was it terrible? Santa, what do you think? It it was... I'll, I'll, I I'll reserve judgment. I, I want to hear what Santa thinks. I just don't know because, like, I, it, is it is it pre all the Transformers movies or is it? Po- I mean, it's, well, it, what it Transformers is. movie was set in the medieval, medieval era. Yeah, so it's like it, it's not. It can't be canon with the rest of the series then because it's all it's they they're ruined the timeline. It's, it's basically like X Men First Class. They just ruined the timeline for everything. I I <laughs> don't care. It. I just I just yeah, that don't too, yeah. care. Yeah. Like to me, Transformers <laughs> is about Optimus yeah. Prime and really nothing else. Like I know everybody supposed to be loves Bumblebee, isn't he so fun? But does he deserve his own freaking movie? He doesn't. No. And, it, and it's like what what Michael Bay? What are you doing? You know how how are you spending eight movies or what? How, how many has it been? Five. This would be the seven. This is the this is the sixth Transformers movie he's he's been involved with. Come on, Bad Boys Three. That's what the people want. <laughs> yes, absolutely. The Bad Boys Three. I mean, Will Smith I'm is not getting any younger. I'm just surprised Nor he's not Lawrence. bored of making these movies. Like he's paying the bills. When you got Anthony Hopkins talking about uh, like Knights of the Round Table Transformers, you said, like that movie didn't make any sense at all. Like, jeez. So I was looking at other movies coming out in October. So. Are, did they make another Halloween? I, I see this on here, and I it's think, an, it's 2018. It's not like is that like I a reboot? I think redo? John Carpenter's remaking the original Halloween, and it has Jamie Lee Curtis in it. Yeah, he's remaking his own movie. I I'm disappointed. I just I I, I feel like we're running Everybody out of all ideas. Yeah, um, A Star Is Born. 
which is getting a whole lot of hype. Bradley Cooper's movie with Lady Gaga. I'm gonna see that with your wife. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. Okay. What Santa doesn't want to see that? Santa loves I'll Gaga. I'll take him too, but it'll, it'll be. I I go see it. Is this is this the end of Gaga being just a pop star? She's now going to be making movies like Madonna. She's yeah. won a Golden Globe. She's dead. Oh, or, oh was that American, American Horror, Horror Story? Story? Yeah. yeah. I mean, her last album wasn't out too long ago. She's and it wasn't just good, a... so now she's... <laughs> I've liked her last album. I liked her better when she was Lady Gaga. Uh, <laughs> she, yeah. She's... she's And not El on. Gaga. <laughs> it, it's... It, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I like Gaga more when she was more eccentric. I'm worried that she's kind of becoming a little after bit too the normal. Meets, after the meat dress, it was all downhill. Yeah, maybe. Uh, and then another fictional movie, First Man, because we yeah. Yeah. I don't want to see like, So there's First Man coming out, and then there's First, uh, the, another series on Netflix, I think. That's about oh, really? Mars, Mission to Mars. So, it, but it's still, yeah, it's like very similar, you know, trying to be the first to do something. Yeah. And, and First Man is, is, is basically Oscar bait. Yeah, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't so. like the, I don't like the goose. I don't want to see him win anything. Gosling? Gosling. Oh, you don't Ryan like Gosling. Ryan Gosling? No, I don't like him. I don't think he'll win uh, anything. I uh, just don't think that there's a reason to make this movie when Apollo 13 pretty much... Did. Covered it. Yeah, like it, like they, they made the most intense, dramatic space movie you could make. But this is more just focused on Neil Armstrong. It's just him, so maybe like some more of his backstory before. But Because Neil Armstrong was very... Especially after that mission, like just you know, hidden, mm-hmm. like nobody knows anything about him. What about Shazam? Are we excited about that? I would go see that. There's no trailer or anything out yet either, but it seems like it's a so what fun movie. That's not what this is year, Shazam? That's not, I, this I don't year. Even... That's not this year. He's like a kid who gets magical powers that turn him into a superhero. Yeah. And like when he's a superhero, he's an adult. He, or at least he looks like an adult. He has an adult body, but he's yeah. still very much a kid. Yeah. I'm worried we're running out of ideas. Yeah, well, actually, the, the history of well, Shazam... It's not necessarily ideas. It's the running out of uh, A-list, A-list yes. heroes to... Mm-hmm. Well, DC is, because they only have... They don't have a deep bench anyways. Uh, I guess some of their... B's are almost A's, like Flash, Green Lantern, but and they've already kind of like... Yeah, why is it taking yeah. so long to get a Flash movie out? Like, Flash is one of my favorite characters. Have you watched the show? Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't... I'm, I can't do CW, but <laughs> I didn't think the show was bad. Yeah, no, yeah, so yeah. They, they have this... People love the show, and then it's going to be hard for them to do a movie that is different enough from yeah. the show and stuff. And that's the thing with DC, their problem is, like, they have the CW and all those shows mm-hmm. that people like and they're really good apparently but their movies are just good if you're a teenager well I mean it's like it's still, all YA basically yeah but, mm. they should have done a cyborg movie which they, they should have they're not they're, well, and, and they're falling back on what they know and what, or not necessarily what they know what they perceive them that makes them money, which is anything Batman related. Yeah, That's why there's three joke or two Joker movies coming out. I don't need two. Jo- I don't need one Joker movie, much less two. Yeah, so that's an odd one. That's a nut- so we were just talking about what's another movie where it's it's the, the bad movie, guy. Yeah. That's this one, and I, I, like you've seen the photos of, like Joaquin Phoenix, like yeah, I've seen the little a, gift thing. So now Joaquin Phoenix is the Joker. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, there's there's photos and stills oh like, a, like yes. a teaser out. <laughs> 
And you Jared know what? Leto is better than I, Joaquin Phoenix. I would almost be excited for it, but I still feel like, look, Heath Ledger, he won an Oscar for it. Yeah. He dropped the mic. Just, like, you're going to have to wait a good yeah. 30, 40 years before you really can come back people and do the Joker Jack again. People said Jack Nicholson did the Joker so well that nobody should ever do the role again, and people respected that for, like, 20 years until Heath Ledger did it. And Heath Ledger actually pulled it off, but it's like, Jared Leto definitely didn't do anything... Yeah. No, he was in a no-win situation. It, he took it a different, you know. That's the thing. You want to take it a different route, and but then it's like, what? I mean, how many routes can you take with the Joker? Right. Yeah. It's, and it's I kind of got the feeling that like the Joaquin plan. Phoenix one is going to try to go the Heath Ledger route, and I'm just like, he, he, that that you know. He already did. He that. he did that, and he burned the bridge after he crossed it. Like you can't do it again. And, and that's, that's what like we mentioned earlier about the Venom. It's like, how can you have a Joker movie and not include Batman? Yeah, <laughs> or I mean, are they including? No. Uh, uh, Affleck's done doing Batman. He's not. No, 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 no the 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 girl. His uh, Harley Quinn. Yeah, Quinn. I don't think she's gonna. I don't think she's. She's in not it. a character no, in the no, movie. Yeah. No, no, it's more like it's gonna. It's basically an origin story for the Joker, like him becoming. The we Joker. don't need an origin story for the Joker. <laughs> yeah. That's, the, that's the best yeah. thing about the yeah, Joker we, is you don't, don't know, know where the hell he came from. Yeah, we don't need to know where he got Fucking the Fucking DC, man. I gotta say, like, one of the things... I mean, they're floundering. Henry Cavill is out. Affleck is out. Nobody wants to be in the, their... Like, their DC Universe roles. thing is yeah. shit what, now. What it's, they should have just done is picked someone who hasn't had a ton of movies or other things about them. Somebody that the public doesn't have, like, a formulated opinion right. on. Like, kind of like what Marvel did with Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. And just put out a really good movie about that it would have been really, you know, could have kickstarted something. But mm. No, we're gonna go with the Joker. Maybe that's what Shazam will do, though. So we'll see. They couldn't even like we'll think of a different DC bad guy. Like, what if they, you know, did a movie about Darkseid or something? You know, like that would have been the Justice League movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, which they should have done. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. They're a little bit in the tank. Is it December the Aquaman's coming out? December's Aquaman. Okay. Ready, ready to I, I, that trailer is not making me feel all warm and fuzzy either, so. And they need to have a better name for Wonder Woman 2. What's the name? That right is, now they're calling it Wonder 1984. Woman 1984. That's <laughs> not a good... It's kind of like Godzilla 1984. Yeah. yeah. That's... Yeah, 1984. Yeah. <laughs> that is... Man... And that's supposed to, that's next year in like June or July or something. How many reshoots are they going to have to do? Is it the same director as... Patty Jenkins, yeah. I mean, a lot of it is like having a good director. Like, DC would not be in the place it was in if it didn't just stick with, uh, what's his name? They they kind of almost ruined it for me already by having Chris Pine in it. You don't like Chris Pine? No, but in he fact, died. he died. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So How are they going to fix totally that? Yeah. about that. Yeah. yeah. So I can't believe they're doing a Dark Phoenix movie. Well, Is because they're going to be Dark Phoenix. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, she's got to get a job now that Game of Thrones is ending. So, yeah. So. I, I thought she was okay. I actually and still haven't seen Annihilation, uh, X Men Annihilation, or Apocalypse. Or yeah, X Men Apocalypse. Yeah. It uh, just didn't get very good reviews, and I'm okay with it. Yeah, just give me Deadpool three, and I'll I'll be fine. Which I don't. <laughs> I don't think so they're gonna do so they're re-releasing Deadpool two Deadpool two this Christmas or July December twenty first, a PG thirteen version of it. Why? Why? <laughs> so that, so so people could take their kids 
There are even younger kids yeah, to go to see, see it. Yeah, to see Deadpool two, not Deadpool uh, one. Just Deadpool. Uh, this is like, and, and it's not Disney doing it. Fox is deciding to do this because I don't. I don't know when Fox officially becomes part of or twenty first century Fox becomes uh-huh. part of Disney. So it's like it's. Oh, it's so I don't know if we're going to cover a movie in October that came out this year, but I'm definitely willing for us to go back and rewatch another movie. We should definitely cover Aquaman though. Aquaman, oh yeah, yeah I mean a, the holidays. There'll December, be some yeah. some good ones. Uh, so we'll have to look at the list. I could see an anniversary movie, or we could pick a horror movie. Something, yeah, something for the fall. If we want to do an anniversary movie, uh, Cameron Kill Bill Volume One. It'd be a good one. It's 15 years. It'd be a good one. Could be, could be a contender. So, anyways, enough of staying inside because I'm looking outside. The windows are open. It's a beautiful freaking day out there. Uh, it's Oktoberfest at some places. So let's go drink some beer outside. Uh, thanks for listening. Follow us at, at Guy Girl Santa, and we'll see you next time. Cheers.